Welcome to this week's Selk Grassroots Podcast, the Sunday League Show, brought to you by the Down to Play app. Searching for players? Searching for clubs? Find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match. MatchHark. Keep it simple. Get down to play today. The UK's leading app for next game availability. Download Down to Play from the App Store and Google Play. Welcome to Silk Grassroots, the podcast network that brings you the Sunday League Show Extra. This is episode 16, uh, week 16. Uh, not, I don't know if it's, it's week 16 episode something else. Anyway, it's getting confusing, but we're out of sync with our episode numbers and our weeks because of missed missed recordings, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. But this is this is week sixteen of our predictions. Anyway, uh, I'm joined today by Omar and Dankavel are both missing this week, so Steve, Dambila, and Omari join me, gentlemen. How you doing? All good, thank you. Yeah, yeah, lovely, thanks. Uh, Amari's changed his name to uh, Quirda Municipal Specialist on um, Zoom, on the Zoom call that we're recording over. So he he has to be good from now on because last week it didn't, it wasn't very good for you, was it, Amari? No, because no one played any games. That, that's why, that's what happened. So no one played any games. There was one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, no, eight, it, it, nine games. Minutes. It's not prediction specialist. <laughs> anyway, so uh, let's run through the points from last week. It, uh, it was a reduced fixture list. Instead of the normal 48 points, there was only 27 to play for. Like that makes any difference uh, for us. Um, I got five points, as did Omar and Stephen. Uh, Dan Bila, you got three. Not a bad week. Cavell got four. <laughs> Um, that's, a good, that's a good week for you with a full with a full round of fixtures. I'm sorry to say, and Amari bottom of the pile this week, two points, um, giving um, Cavell a little bit of a lead there. He's on 106 now. You're on 102. Yeah, the only way is up from two points, isn't it? Yeah, I, I lost. That's terrible. <laughs> It is pretty bad. Uh, the, the, the standings at the moment then, uh, Cavell top with 106, uh, Amari second with 102. Uh, I'm way back on in third place with 97, uh, then Steve with 92, uh, Omar with 84 uh, and 10 points uh, or eight, two, three points, I suppose, from bottom, but uh, to be contending, Bela. You were just trying to make that sound really bad then. Yeah, you? I was trying to make you, it sound you're even worse than it was. As, as, yeah. as bad as the wheel of misfortune sounded last week for audio-only podcasts. <laughs> it was rubbish, wasn't it? In all <laughs> aspects. It didn't come good, and it was crap yeah. radio. <laughs> That's it. That's it. But yeah, Bela, uh, three points away from b- taking over Omar. That can happen this week. Plenty uh, of good games um, taking place so we'll start uh, as we mean to go on let's go for uh, the Quirda Municipal first uh, and foremost obviously Roger's predictions we're going to mention them from last week Roger only getting one point from from a possible three last week in the Quirda Municipal I of course got three points from a possible three points uh, I got the Addiscan Corinthians gold coaching seconds result bang on three points for me Maybe I should call myself the Quota Municipal Specialist. Hey. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, let's get into the games. The first game is Addiscombe Casuals taking on Selsden Town. Uh, two very similar teams uh, in terms of age and 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 their relationships amongst the team, the two sets of mates. Uh, Amari, I'll let you uh, lead with a bit of analysis on this one. The, oh, Selsden Town Addiscombe game. It's gonna. Yeah. Oh, you changed, you changed your mind a couple of times on this one, haven't you? Or did you type yeah. it wrong? Well, no. The I think the Addiscombe one and Pearly one, as I could tell by your reply, you um, I got them completely wrong. I mistyped it the first time. 
But I think just with, I think last season, I would have had to think about it a bit more. Obviously, yeah. Selzman Town went around last season, but if the Selzman Town from this season played last season and just the Addiscombe casuals that turned up second half of last season, because I think this is sort of where they turned it around last season, wasn't yeah. it? So yeah. they had a strong end to the season. So that was sort of playing in my mind. Maybe they'll do it again, but there's no denying that Selzman have been on decent bit of form, to be fair. So had to back them 3-1. 3-1. 3-1, the prediction for Amari. Uh, Roger, our other uh municipal contributor for the Sunday League show uh, backed backed uh, Selston three two. I've backed him two one. Just the fact that Addiscombe hasn't played any football uh, and Selston just seemed to be coming into a rich vein of form. Uh, on that note, Vila, who did you go for? Uh, I went two uh, one to Addiscombe Casuals. Uh, it's just going to be. It's a tight one, isn't it? You can see it in predictions. It's a tight one. It could be the other way around. I just went for uh, Addiscombe. Uh, Omar has backed the Casuals boys 4-2 uh, Cavell in their absence I'm just going to read out um, Dan's and uh, Dan Cavell and Omar's uh, predictions Omar going 4-2 Casuals uh, and Cavell uh, with a 2-all he's gone for a few 2-alls this week he's gone 2-all uh, in that one you can't put anything between them Steve are you able to talk because baby settled down yeah she's got a bottle now she's happy <laughs> uh, just want to say hello, welcome, uh, good, good to be back. Um, happy New Year to everyone who's listening. Uh, sorry, I wasn't here last week. Don't say sorry. Yeah, congratulations, just, mate. Yeah, congratulations. congratulations on the baby. We haven't yeah. spoke Thanks, to you. Thanks, buddy. Appreciate it. Thank you. Yeah, it's proving tough, but uh, get in there, get in there. Very sweet of you to name her baby Selk. <laughs> it just scrolls <laughs> off the tongue, doesn't it? The first baby Selk. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> My prediction for this game, I've gone 2-1 to uh, Selzen Town. Like you said, Andrew, they've played a bit more football. Uh, they're hitting form as well. So that's why I went that way. Perfectly good uh, prediction. Thank you. I think that's everyone uh, with their scores in. Uh, a good game, that one, uh, hopefully. Uh, we, we sort of, Addison Casuals last season were so good with the cut runs. You're sort of hoping for them to come good uh, because the Prem division, uh, would be much better with them firing on all cylinders. Uh, the second game in the Guerra Municipal is Santola against Gold Coaching. Oh, this... Andrew, can I ask a quick question? You absolutely can. Because it's about this league and Santola have just triggered in my mind. Did the Santola and Woodside game go ahead? No. Ah, I was looking forward to seeing the result of that because of the tweet that was that they put in the week. I was looking forward to that. Uh, but South Sea Wanderers did win 10-1. I know, that was crazy. My man Callum got a hattie. Oh, did he? Yeah. Well done. Well done, Callum. Yeah, this one is, is in Division 1, the same division that South Sea Wanderers play in. Uh, Santola are top. They've won all their games so far. Flawless, six out of six, I believe. Uh, goal coaching, five wins and one draw from their um, six games. So this one it is a big six-pointer early doors. If goal coaching can get a win, uh, that's them top above the very good Santola. They have beaten Santola in the Cup early one in the season. So perhaps early season mind games going to gold coaching. Uh, Roger backing gold coaching to win this one for free. Um, I'll never back against Santola. But I've got them to win 2-1. Um, Amari, as our resident uh, Quirda Municipal Specialist and titled Quirda Municipal Specialist, uh, what are your thoughts on this one? I've, I've got to agree with you. Um, Santola were just... I don't know what what they've had this season, but last season, to go from Div 3 to effectively Div 3 when we had the four division into Div 1 and then just blow them away, blow away how they have been. I don't know what they've been doing, but I backed them to win 4-2 because, like you said, you can't back against them. Not when they're doing this well. No, they're doing really, really well. Uh, and a fair prediction. Well done. Uh, Dan Cavell has gone 2 all for this one, uh, which isn't a silly, which isn't a silly shout at all. This could easily be a draw. Uh, Omar going for a 3-1 Santola win. Um, Steve, you're going for big scores, as are you, Bela. I'd think this will be a, a, an end-to-end kind of slobber knocker game. They're both at the top of the table, so I've gone for a 4-3. 4-3. Santola. Yeah, and Bela. Yeah, yeah, same. I went for the same as Stephen. Um, this is definitely one of them. I'm looking at the results. I quite like it when, you know, we get someone screenshots this and we get the eyes, uh, the eye emojis. Yeah. When we've all backed against them, yeah. Um, I don't know how active goal coaching are online, but 
it'd be interesting to see what they think of this. Yeah, we'll tag all the teams in when we put the podcast out tomorrow morning. Yeah. Uh, well, at the time of recording, it, it will be tomorrow morning. Um, and yeah, we do like that. And, and especially it happened a couple of times this week, the likes of Southwest Rangers tagging us into yeah. uh, with their win, etc. And yeah, that's a good that's a good move. It does engage uh, with the team. So we'll be doing that again. Um, yeah, good luck to both teams in that one. That is a, a very um, early um, six-pointer in Division 1. Uh, another game in Division 2 uh, is Purley St. Germain against um, South London Union. Uh, Purley with lots of games to catch up in Division 2. They've been going well in their county cups, um, so that's been their focus, but now back in league uh, action against um, a South London Union, much improved from last season. Uh, they'll be looking for promotion or title. Um, they've got title hopes as well if they can start winning their games and catch up with the early pace setters, uh, South London Royals. It'll be an interesting season. You meant to play him a couple of weeks ago, weren't you, Amari? We was. And just before um getting into it, I just want to say, obviously, the week before we were due to play our game, um, South London Royals had a really bad injury to one of their players. Um, we went up to the hospital. And then the same day, I believe someone's grandparents, quite close to the club, passed away the same day. Um, Literally the week before we were due to play him. And obviously, I haven't been on the podcast since then. But um, yeah, just thoughts and condolences really to South London Union boys. I know they've played a few games since, but yeah, it hasn't really been easy for them over Christmas. So just wanted to say that to Jesse and the boys. Um, yeah, fair enough. Although they're title rivals of ours at the moment, they're still it's still football and everyone everyone's there for everyone really, if you think about it. So yeah, just want to say that quickly. Absolutely. And- I, think, I think that's the good thing about the Gordon Municipal, that... Um, everyone seems to know everyone. The teams seem to know each other, and there's lots of friends. And it's and if not, it's still good banter. And I think uh, from speaking to Roger uh, about the clubs in the Quarter Municipal that South London Union, I think I gen- genuinely liked throughout the whole. Like, there's no one's got really got a bad word to say about South London Union. Um, so yeah, I mean, not not that you'd wish Ill, Ill on anyone, uh, but a team so highly thought of like that. Yeah, if they're going through, if some of the players or people around the club are going through some hardships or sadness at the moment, then obviously we send um, our support. And if anyone at the club wants to have a chat to an impartial um, stranger, then the DMs are open and and we can have a chat. It's 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 uh, it's, it's we try and it's not really. Yeah, we try and promote all that stuff. And now back to the football. Uh, you've been you've been harsh to Pearly Saint Germain. Maybe they'll want to chat after they hear your prediction. Probably, but. <laughs> They, they haven't, they haven't really played many league games this season, and no. so I think although, like cup games, it's like a one-off, like a few team turns up, whatever. But being in the league and consistent in a league that they haven't been in before, I think Union, Union are going to run right there. And I was going to go for an eight-two, but Union have got some, I don't even know what to call them. Like they made them in a lab or something. I think I've said it before, but. They've got like three huge centre backs and just ridiculous. Um, but I think, and they've got, I think they've got, like you said, um, on the main pod, well, the other podcast, should I say, not the main one, they've got about 14 or 15 different goal scorers. So I've yeah. gone for a 7 0 union. 7 0. 7 0. I should get some extra points if that comes. Eight, two, 8 twos are the only opportunity to get extra points. I just don't think they're going to concede, though. That's, that's the thing. 8 twos yeah. or 28 nils. Thank you. <laughs> yeah, 28 nils, you'll get 28 points for. But yeah, uh, it's a big game. It's definitely a big game. Uh, Roger, as a soft point, a soft spot, should I say, for the uh, South London Union boys, and he has gone 3-0 for them. I've gone 2-1. That's just me playing percentages for a win, as I, as I tend to do. Cavell was going 4-1, South London Union. He sees a big win as well. Uh, Omar, 2-1, same as me. Uh, Bila, where are you going? Well, that kind of tried and tested method that has scored me so many points over the last <laughs> few months, I thought I'd, I'd better go for it again. So I thought I'm going to go for the underdogs because everyone else is going to get it wrong. So I backed Pearly 2-1. Fair enough. I mean, we don't to know. Fair, sorry to cut you. To be fair, it is a must-win game for both sides because if Pearly win, they go level on points with us if they win all the games in hand. If Uni win all the games in hand, they go a point above us. So neither team can really afford to lose it. I think a point. I think a point's not too much to worry about. But it's definitely one of those games where um, 
Purley will be looking at those games in hand and thinking we need to win, start winning our league games. If they don't, uh, then it's going to feel a bit more of an uphill struggle. There's still Addiscombe Corinthians around as well. Perhaps maybe they've played a few too many games uh, at the top there to, to be considered uh, title rivals, but they did beat South London Union as well, don't forget. So um, there's plenty of football to be played. It's an interesting, um, it's an interesting running. Um, Steve, what did you do? Uh, I've gone 3-2 South London Union. Um, I was going to put a bit of a wider gap, but obviously because it's been a break and stuff, I think the game could be a bit tighter, especially like Amaru said, Pearlie have got a bit to play for, so they might have a little bit um, little bit of firepower in their belly. Yeah. Um, I've gone 3-2. Don't forget, Beeler uh, going for 2-1 to Pearlie. That's not a stupid prediction at all. That could easily happen. We've seen Union slip up this season. Uh, they do... Last season, it took them a, a while to get going. And whilst they've had massive improvements this year, they have been beaten in the last game against Mundi LB in the, in the uh, County Cup. It's uh, Sunday league as well, isn't it? And, and you know, it takes one, one or two people not to turn up on the day and, and teams change completely. I mean, unless unless you're JJ United, anyone's got a chance of winning. <laughs> Listen, lads, I appreciate it, but don't be patronising. No, 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 no. <laughs> no, no, because I think, no, because we don't know enough. I don't think we know enough about Pearlie in the Croydon Municipal League to really make that much of an educated uh, guess. We can only look at, uh, what, three games that they've played in the on yeah. the league table? It's not enough, really, to form anything. And they haven't really played anyone um, at the top. I think it's only... Is it Addiscombe Corinthians that they've played? Did they draw? Who, who with who, sorry? Did, did, did Pearlie draw with Addiscombe Corinthians? Um, I believe so. I'll have to double check. But we the only thing that I can go up, we played them pre-season and they've got not an older team. They've got an older team, shall we say, and Union's got the youth. So that's I think they just run out of steam towards the end of games. But it's going to... Yeah. It'll be a good game and they've done well in the County Cup. So, but as I say, pretty much an unknown in um, in the Quirden Municipal. So hard to, hard to call that one. Uh, this one is equally as hard to call. Quirden JFC take on Kaizen in the League Challenge Cup, I believe. Uh, it might be the Senior Cup. I think it's the League Challenge Cup. Uh, Quirden Jersey at home. Top of the pile uh, in, the, in the Michael Donovan Premier Division. Division uh, about mid-table. Bottom of bo- bottom half of the mid-table, so to speak, of the, of the middle third of Division 1. Uh, but a talented side uh, with some players that can cause some damage if Quirden Jersey don't turn up this weekend. Uh, Amari, uh, you're going uh, with the top of the pole with the JFC boys sitting top of the Michael Donovan Premier. Yeah, I, I've, I don't think it can go any other way, to be honest. I think, especially if the Quaid and JFC boys turn up or whoever does turn up for Quaid and JFC, shall I say, <laughs> then like, I don't know much about Kaizen, but I know last season we played them and we got all the way to, uh, I think, the last minute of extra time where we conceded. It was a penalty as well. But I, yeah, I just can't see them getting anywhere near Croydon JFC. When they get going, it's ridiculous over there. 5 2, the prediction. Yeah, yeah I've got, I didn't even say that, did I? Yeah. No, <laughs> JFC no, 5, Kaizen 2 for me. Bela, no messing around on your prediction for this one. Uh, yeah, I see it just going one way. It seems like, like I said last week about one of the results that didn't actually happen. Probably the easiest one for me to predict this week. I've gone 5 0. Um, to Croydon, it does feel it does feel easy. This one, uh, Roger thinking a tight two-one win uh, for Croydon JFC. I think a little bit more a wider with a three-one uh, Croydon JFC win. Cavell thinking big Croydon JFC wins six-one. Uh, uh, I think we're going to get some eyes from the Kaizen boys on uh, social media for this one. Omar going four-one to Croydon JFC. This is really giving something uh, for Kaizen to uh, put up on there changing room wall uh, on Sunday morning in front of the boys. Steve, um, you're going to make it a full house, I think. Yeah, me and Omar had a chat before and uh, we've gone for the same result, 4-1. <laughs> um, uh, I'll, I'll happily uh, take the app from Kaizen, though, if they do beat them. I mean, um, I never like seeing a full house, but um, yeah, Croydon look formidable, really, and um, can't see them being stopped. Listen, the way our predictions have gone, a full house for Quid and JFC, there's only one team that should be worrying, and it, and it ain't Kaizen. <laughs> our predictions are so shit that uh, we should, they, that, yeah, Quid and JFC should be the ones worrying. Every single person uh, has backed them. 
and we've not been very. I think good every team looks and if Beeler's back to them, they, they they're in trouble. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Right, let's do uh, the Alpington and Bromley uh, next, and then we can focus down on some proper stats and information from the contributors that are here. So let's get into the OBDSFL stuff. Uh, the first game, uh, Spartans against Sports King. Two teams started quite slowly uh, in the in their maiden uh, OBDSFL senior years. Um, Spartans, champions of the Quota Municipal Prem, have moved over uh, to the OBDSFL and Sports King promoted from the Prem division to the senior division uh, this season. Um, perhaps unfair over expectations on Sports King to bounce straight through uh, the senior division and start where they left off um, in May last year uh, and take the senior by storm. Hasn't quite happened. Uh, there's definitely um, a bedding-in period needed for them. Uh, and Spartans similarly haven't really played much football. They have got some good wins on the CV this season and some good performances. Um, but yeah, both teams, it has to be said, we expected them to be at the top of the table uh, rather than uh, where they are at. Uh, I, uh, Jamie has backed Sports King to win 1-0 this weekend. Uh, I've backed Spartans to win 2-1. Uh, I think they've just got a little bit extra uh, about them. Some of their cup wins have been absolutely eye-catching. Uh, and I'm backing Spartans to turn up this weekend, especially at home. Uh, Cavell, our OBDSFL um, specialist, is a, has gone 2-1 to Spartans, same as me. Um, Amari, uh, you know a little bit about Spartans. Uh, from previous years in the in the Quota Municipal, uh, and you're backing the boys. Yeah, always always backing it. So Croydon boys, you said that whenever PSG are playing as well. Um, if it was the Croydon form that there was that they had in their league, then I would have gone with a wider margin. But they not. I don't think they've even played a lot of games, but they don't seem to be doing massively well. But I reckon that they'll get through and get a two-one win against Sports King. Fair enough. 2-1 win. Same as me uh, and B and Cavell, should I say, not a silly prediction at all. 3-1 Omar has gone. And Steve, you've gone the same as Omar again. What is going on? We're just like talking to each other and going for our results. Can't help it. <laughs> uh, I've got a bit of loyalty to Sports King, obviously, if, with Duke and uh, that's his team. So, um, it might be a bit blind, but I, I think they, uh, last season's form, obviously, if they can pick that up from somewhere, and find last season's form, then they'll they'll be really good. But um, yeah, it's, it remains to be seen. They've not lit up the the top division yet, but um, there's still time. There's still time. There's a lot of time left. Uh, and Bela, um, just it was a tough one to call, and I kind of could have flicked a coin, but I've gone for Spartans three two. Could have flicked a coin or spun a wheel or or something. No, or, no, or no danced. more wheels. No more wheels, mate. That was awful. I thought <laughs> I'd do better. I actually thought I'm going to do better than I did. And every result that's coming through, you were going, that's not bad, actually. That wheel's done all right. And then it's just fucking pony, wasn't it? <laughs> I think I've heard the dancing. That, that was amazing. Yeah, the, dance, the, dancing was, the, 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 the expressive dancing <laughs> was a joy to Bring behold. The limericks. <laughs> yeah. Do yeah, both that. at the same time. That'd be even better. Do a limerick. The, the limericks must have been so much work, though. Oh, it was such a mission. It's such a mission. That's why I went to the wheel. I was like, what can I do that? Oh, I haven't got to do anything. I haven't got to do anything if I do the wheel. Yeah, that's what absolutely. you're Yeah. <laughs> Dan, you need to find a little stat over here and find out what got you more points. Oh, that's a really good idea. And then let us know. All right. I'll have a little look through. That's a good idea. All right. He hasn't got hardly any points. So it's pretty. <laughs> Well, it's not the wheel. It's not the wheel, that's for sure. Right. Game two in the OBD SFL uh, is Blendon uh, against LSC Giants. Uh, a mad stat we, we I think we read out on the uh, podcast on Monday was that Blendon have only played one league game this season uh, so far, which seems crazy. I think they only played one game in October, one in November, and potentially only one in December uh, as well. So barely kicked a ball. Uh, no momentum for them going into this toughest of uh, games in the Prem Division. LSC Giants, a team that I saw this weekend against the excellent Hacienda, uh, renowned for their uh, attacking uh, play and, and and all that stuff, Hacienda. And, and LSC Giants matched them for uh, large periods of the game. They lost out 5-4 in the end, LSC. Uh, after being 4-0 down, they got back to 4-all with 10 men uh, and then Louis Clark doing what he does best uh, and nipping in uh, and and scoring the winner 
Um, I heard some terrible reviews about that referee. Four oh, out you, of ten. Did you see? Yeah, yeah. The, Four the, out of ten it was. Yeah, well, I gave that guy two out of ten for his um, feedback. A so yeah. Review by the sound of it. <laughs> Obviously. Uh, credible position than you did calling offside Andrew yeah so, yeah, yeah 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 I mean he, he felt he had a more credible position than the lino as well so uh you know I, I heard that he had a drone flying up above and he had perfect views of it he may have, he could have had VAR <laughs> and it wouldn't have mattered because he weren't refereeing the game he or... had a drone in one hand and his cock in the other <laughs> he had something over his eyes he had something <laughs> over his eyes anyway um yeah LSC I was impressed with the players uh, and the the secretary and the manager and everything about LSC apart from one one uh, noisy spectator. Um, but anyway, um, I I had, back- no <laughs> uh, I had backed LSC Giants to win two one after being impressed with what I saw uh, on Sunday. Uh, Jamie has also backed LSC Giants to win four uh, two, based I think on Blendon not playing any football. But that doesn't really make much difference to them boys. They are a talented bunch. So maybe we're doing them a little bit of a disservice. Um, Cavell back in Blendon to win 3-2. Um, Omar going 4-2 to LSC Giants. He's copied Jamie. Uh, Steve, you haven't gone with Omar on this one. Why? Because he's not an OBDSFL specialist like Dan Cavell, and I've copied Dan Cavell instead. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I'm, I'm pretty much... Um, I think I'm living in 2020 because Blendon, they were so good, weren't they, back back when they played the Dons and that cut run and stuff like that. So I'm kind of living in that era. But um, I'll stick with it. 3-2 to Blendon. It could happen, couldn't it? It could. 3-2 to Blendon, the prediction from Steve. Um, Bela, uh, you've... Is this one that you thought you've rolled, you've rolled, you're rolling the No, dice I actually on? thought I was going to go be going for the favourites on this one, looking at the the table, maybe I'm just that's why I'm not very good at this game, if I'm honest. Three one to LSC. Um, but I, yeah, I thought, I thought maybe they look like the, the sort of favorites to win this game, but who knows? I think before I think before seeing them Sunday just gone, I may have gone for uh Blendon in, in this game, but I think having seen LSC Giants and seeing the comeback, uh, after what was it, 60 minutes or whatever. Um, they were impressive. And I, I, I really do think that they're going to get something out of this game um, if it's played. Weather's looking a bit shit again, isn't it? Um, so Amara... I, did, I didn't know much about a comeback, but you know, like games after when you've had like a, a lovely comeback, they're going to be on a bit of a high, aren't they? They're going to be buzzing. So, Well, they will do. They lost the game, but they showed so much with 10 men to make me think if they could just keep 11 players on the pitch um, against the team in Blendon who are going to test them. Um, if they come out with that same intensity uh, and that attacking power that they did uh, last week, then they'll stand a chance against anyone in the Prem Division. Uh, but you're not giving them a chance, Amari. No, not at all. It's going to be a 3-1 Blendon win, mainly because that was the only team that I knew at the time. I never heard of LSC. Well, not never heard of them, but never seen LSC Giants before. Okay. 3-1, the prediction. Andrew, what was the red card for? Two yellows. Two fouls. Four out of ten. Four out of ten. <laughs> Two yellows, but um, the the second foul arguably was a straight red, but it's, it's just easy for me to show the second yellow. There was no complaints. The player came up to me after the game and shook my hand and said, "Please um, don't put it through, ref." No, 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 no. <laughs> no one, no one asks me that. Funny enough, <laughs> he said, um, he said I was absolutely right. But um, yeah, the, the reaction of his team, everyone thought at that point because the the fourth goal. For Hacienda came shortly after the red card. And I must say, I think me and Hacienda thought that was game over. Um, but yeah. LS, LSC were, were superb. So that's they have to have a chance in this game against the cold Blendon. Um, game three is Cray- uh, Crayford Arrows Reserves against Metro Massive. Um, Metro Massive with a good win this weekend. Just gone. Crayford Arrows Reserves struggling a little bit uh, in the division this season. Jamie going for a, ma- a Metro Massive win, not so massive. Uh, win 3-1. Uh, I backed Crayford Arrows Reserves 3-2. I think that's to make it more of a game between me and Jamie because I'm three points ahead of him on our mini competition. Uh, Cavell going for a Desmond in this one in tribute to the man himself. Uh, that's the third one of the week so far if anyone is playing the drinking game. Um, Omar going for a 2-1 Metro Massive win. Uh, and you fucking spoke to Omar again, Steve. 
I think he's read my sheet. I don't share or, anyone's. I don't share anyone's. There's a lot of here. similar ones in there this week. There's a lot. There's too many. Very. It's, it's every week. It's not just this week. <laughs> it is every week. You know, it's great minds think alike. But look, we're both terrible at this this game, so can't really say it's cheating, can you? Not really. There's no cheating in this. This the, the results haven't happened yet. No, and they're normally wrong, so don't don't get upset about it. Um, yeah, I've gone two one Metro Massive. Um, I played against them this season. I say every time they're on there, um, played against them in the cup. They seem like a very good bunch and a very good team. Um, I just think they're up for the fight, so I can see them winning a lot of games. Fair play, uh, and Bela. Uh, yeah, once again, I've gone for what looks like the kind of underdogs result, but I reckon uh, Craig Federos will get the win two nil. I've gone. For, um, that's I've gone purely through looking at some numbers on a computer screen. Uh, yeah, two nil. <laughs> uh, the tried and tested uh, uh, way method from Bela looking at some numbers. On a oh, I've had an idea. Go on. I might ask next week each member of my family to guess one result from all of these, but I'll do the uh, Southern Sunday one. Okay. Okay. Any family members you got? If you've got a big family, <laughs> yeah, massive. <laughs> Dan's the youngest of sixteen. <laughs> <laughs> He's got a few uh, brothers and sisters. Right, Amari. Um, what was your prediction? I went for a Desmond. I couldn't split them. I couldn't. I was looking at the games they've played, who's won, who's lost, and they're pretty much even, aren't they? Um, so I just went for a two-two split down the middle, sat on the fence. Fair dudes. Two all. The prediction for Amari. Uh, in that game. The last but not least game of the OBDSFL before we move on uh, is Bexley United against LSU Lions. I think we gave this a bit of a talking up on the podcast earlier in the week. Me and Jamie both uh, quite excited about this game. So close this one. Probably the hardest game to pick, I think, out of the uh, OBDSFL games this week. Bexley United with a really good start to the season. Finally, uh, Dean will be relieved uh, to have started the season well. They're sitting... Uh, top three, I think, of the uh, Division One table. LSU Lions promoted from Division Two last year as champions. Uh, they haven't played too much football. Uh, I think they're uh, in the bottom further of the table, seventh or something like that uh, so far this season. Um, they'll be looking to get a win. This is a cup game, I believe. The winners of this play uh, Jamie's Greenwich Mariners in the next round. I think this is a Jack Standen Cup game, if I remember correctly. Um, so an interesting fixture. Um, Jamie backing a nil-nil draw. I back to Desmond. Uh, that's the fifth one of the evening. Cavell going for a Desmond as well. That's the sixth one. We're starting to get drunk. Um, Omar has gone 3-2. Bexley United looking at the table. And backing Dean's boys, I imagine. Uh, Steve, you haven't copied Omar, but you've gone the same way. Yeah, I couldn't see it being a really close game, to be fair. I, I, I maybe should have gone 2-1, but... Um, maybe hopefully they can nick a late goal, but yeah, I've gone. I've gone three-one Bexley United. They they they're a very good side. Obviously, Dean's doing very well, and I, th- I think that I think they'll nick it. To be honest, fair enough. Uh, Amari, um, you've, agreed I... St- you've agreed with Steve. Yeah, no. Can I change that? No, not now. No, I... my results were leaked. No, like I was saying earlier, I actually missed this one. So I literally this one was just off the top of my head, walking back to the train station after work. Um, as you could tell, Andrew, I knew nothing about these two teams, but yeah, I agree with Steve. Three-one, Bexley United, and let's see what happens. Fair enough. Uh, and Bela, last but not least. Uh, yeah, no, I couldn't split them as well. There's three two-twos in this game, so it's obviously a tight one. And uh, yeah. I've gone for Desmond as well. Fair play. Not a silly prediction. Three, four draws predicted. Uh, hang on, one, two, three, four draws predicted from the seven games this week, uh, showing just how tight this game is. Uh, between two good teams. Um, so third up this weekend, let's go with the Southern Sunday. First up, Parklife against Wheatsheaf Athletic. Uh, Bela, this one, uh, teams with uh, contrasting form from last season. Parklife on a higher this year seem to have um, not be, uh, seem to be low life this season, not not enjoying themselves at all. Wheatsheaf were at the top of the championship uh, contending for most of the year and again this season um, not doing so well uh, so much so that you changed your prediction in the championship uh, away from Wheatsheaf they've not impressed you um, at all 
um, you can see this game being a bit of a damp squib as well. Yeah, potentially, with two teams kind of out of form. Uh, mind you, each have the last three games, they've picked up a bit of form. Um, they've not been sort of getting beat 3-0s and 4-0s uh, that they were before. But both teams' bottom ends. Um, I needed to um, throw a 0-0 in there somewhere. And I thought this seemed like the most sensible one to throw it in on. Um, so I've gone for a 0-0 with this one. Um, but just quickly, uh, Andrew, mm-hmm. uh, small update on, I was going to call it the episode with Mr. Cavell, but it's turning into a bit of a saga, if I'm honest, now. <laughs> um, I'm going to say one sentence. I'm not going to go too much into it, if I'm Here honest. We go. I'm not going to go too much into it, but he turned up at my work. I'm going <laughs> oh, to kind of leave. I'm going to. I'm going to kind of leave it there. Yeah. Um, but I will say this, Andrew. You told me you would keep me safe. All right. And I've actually got a message. I'm going to read it from you. All right. Let me get up quick. And it says, "Don't worry, Daddy Bear will keep you safe." And you said that. <laughs> you said that. And I don't feel safe. <laughs> so I'm. Um, yeah. Just let's. Can you call me after this show? Yeah, please? I will. This is thank you, mate. Really, your message. When you say when you say you're going to get it up, are you talking about the message or something else? Hey, well, <laughs> jeez, that's probably why you turned up at your work because you keep giving him false promises. <laughs> yeah, leading them on. Your victim. Oh. Your victim. Your victim. Blaming. He's yeah. no, no. He's a. Uh, he's a wronging. <laughs> I'm, I'm totally <laughs> distracted now. Uh, so, Billy, you gone for a nil-nil. Uh, Amari. Um, I will be honest. I don't remember what game we're talking about. <laughs> park, park life. Park life. Wheat, wheat sheaf. Oh, I've gone back to my 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 roots of the podcast, and I've chosen a team based on something completely random. And I don't like shredded wheat, so I chose Parklife to win four one. Fair enough. <laughs> <laughs> I backed um, Wheat Sheaf to win three one. I just think their last few results, as Bela said, have been better. Their their form. There's no momentum because of breaks and stuff. But over the last few games, Wheat Sheaf's form has picked up. So they are they were slightly on a an upward. Um, trajectory before we had a uh, an enforced break because of weather and Christmas in December. Parklife, however, haven't really got started this season uh, in any. Uh, they've not not done anything. So I went for Weechi for the cup set in the Southern Sunday. Uh, Cavell going for uh, a two all uh, in this one. He can't see anything between them, so he's predicting penalties. Uh, Omar going for the Prem boys uh, two nil. Um, Steve. Yeah, I've gone uh, two one to Park Life. Uh, main reason because they've got the support of all the people, <laughs> so many people. Brilliant, brilliant. Had to get it in there. Sorry, that's fine. You don't often sing, Stephen. I can see why now. Yeah, unfortunately, I wasn't blessed <laughs> with looks or a voice. <laughs> uh, thank you for your predictions. Gents, that's a mixed bag. Two, uh, one of us going for wheat sheaf. That's me. Uh, a couple of draws uh, and park life. So yeah, split a split pack uh, for that first one. Second one, I think, is going to be a bit more of a landslide towards one team. Sporting Continental top uh, of the Premier Division against Carpet uh, newcomers to the Summer Sunday, but um, certain promotion candidates in the Championship. Um, I'm backing Sporting Continental to win 4-1. I think it's going to be a comfortable Sporting Continental win. In my um, opinion, Carpet just haven't played any football this season. Uh, and to go uh, and try and get a result against Sporting Continental, one of the best teams um, in the Southern Sunday. Currently, um, the top points uh, holders in in the uh, Prem Division uh, so far this season, they're sitting top of it. I think it's going to be a big ask for Carpet. Um, but Bela, you're giving the boys from Carpet a chance to pull the rug from underneath. Yeah, Continental like this, this is me just being a bit daft, if I'm honest. But I've got images of like an epic cup set, like Carpet going three one down, then four three up, Sporting uh, getting a goal. Oh, they're going three two up, Sporting <clears> getting a goal, and Carpet just winning it with the last kick of the game. Sporting Continental are due like an epic kind of. Someone's going to do it. Someone's going to have a massive result. I know they've lost a couple in league, but someone's going to have a massive result against them. And I just maybe Carpet are going to pull it off. Fair enough. 
Fair enough. Well, why not? Why not? They're a good side. They're, they're pretty much untested a lot, along with um, the likes of Pearly St. Germain that we talked about. They haven't played enough football to re- for us to really understand uh, where they are in the food chain. I'm uh, quite in- sure as well that the, the league they came across from, they were in the Prem and maybe they'd won that division. They won the um, second. They won the second tier. The second so they, tier. So they right. were going into the Prem division of the Met League. Yes. Yeah. 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 And then um, made the right choice of going to the Southern Sunday instead. Absolutely, made a good choice. Um, but yeah, no, that's I'm kind of going on that as well. They, they're a bit of an unknown quantity still to us. They've only played four league games, and I don't know. Who knows? Maybe they're going to put it out of the bag. Maybe Amari, uh, tell us what you know because you're going big. I've just heard a lot of good stuff about Sport and Continental, and I think that they're just going to. They're going to turn them over, so I'm hoping for a big win. We've gone for an 8-2, trying to get some bonus points as well. I see. I see. That's it. You just rolled the dice with some points after such a poor weekend last weekend. Yeah, I think Sport and Continental are going to leave the carpet on the floor. <laughs> as the old saying goes. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> right, you've heard that one. Cavell <laughs> uh, Gan 4-1, Sporting Continental. Omar 3-1, Sporting Continental. Steve, uh, you can see a big win. Uh, for the Sporting Continental lads as well. Yeah, I should have really gone against them because my favourite arts player is called Dusty Carpet. He's never been beaten. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, No, I've actually gone for an absolute mauling. I think Sporting Continental are one of the favourite sides up there, aren't they? So I've gone gone 5-1. 5-1. The prediction for Steve. Uh, Nice one, chaps. So only Bela going against uh, the Sporting Continental lads. Uh, I, I still think that that's not a silly prediction. Carpet's so unknown uh, that we just don't know what they're capable of yet. And this will be a big show uh, for them uh, for their for the rest of their season. Win, lose, um, win or lose, should I say, in a cup game. This is a big uh, game for them. Sporting uh, top deck, should I say, against Sporting Web uh, is a D- Division 4 game. B-Luff, Division 4? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Div four, well, League Four, League Four. League oh, four. I oh, nearly shit. cut. I nearly cut and pasted a little bit of the uh, the podcast because there was a point when Graham called one of the leagues division, and I wanted to cut and paste it and post it on Twitter. I'm going to go back and find it. You know, I'm sure I screenshotted it. <laughs> I'm going to get it and I'm going to put it on Twitter. <laughs> yeah, do that because we love we love winding Graham up. This is the third game on the Southern Sunday section. Top deck having a good season so far against Sporting Web New Boys. Uh, to the Southern Sunday, uh, perhaps not having a fantastic season, but certainly uh, finding their feet in League Four uh, and don't look out of place uh, with some good wins uh, and some losses, but some good wins too. Um, Bilo, I'll let you take off the uh, analysis for this one. It's a flipping difficult one to call. Like yeah. Sporting Web, if they win this game, they'll be level on points with a game in hand. Um, it could really, really go any way. Like they're, they're in such a similar place in the league. Um, but just from me knowing top deck, I think they beat us twice last year. I, I kind of had to side with them. They normally come good in the sort of bigger games. So uh, 3-1 top deck. 3-1 top deck. I've gone 4-2 to top deck. When when Sporting Web lose, they seem to lose uh, quite handsomely, actually. So I'm I'm I'll give, get bit, doing a bit more of a respectful a prediction, but top deck, yeah, I fancy them to win. Uh, Bela, uh, Cavell, sorry, another Dan going two all uh, in this one, uh, a draw for for him predicted. Uh, Omar going two one top deck. Steve, you've actually disagreed with Omar. Oh shit, I went the wrong way round, accident. Um... <laughs> you looked at his results in the mirror. Yeah, yeah, mate. Oh, sorry. It's like when you see the ambulance, <laughs> isn't it? On the, on the front of it. Um, oh, yeah, I've gone 2-1 Sporting Web. Um, I'm not going to lie to you. Purely a guess. Uh, gone against the grain by looks of things. So uh, let's hope and upset some of the cards. It can be. It could be. Amari. Um, I think every time I've had top deck, I've backed him. So I thought I'd continue a bit. And they seem to be doing all right this season anyway. So I've backed top deck to win 2-1. But it is going to be a close game, I reckon. It will be, it will be. Sporting Web, definitely something about them. Um, they're inconsistent, so you never know which which team you're going to get uh, from week to week. So when they're on the predictions, they will prove to be uh, a tricky team um, to call. But yeah, good luck to both teams. Top deck uh, will be looking for this one to get amongst it at the top uh, with Painters, Community uh, and Mortlake are still there or thereabouts as well, aren't they, Dan? Yes, yeah, they are. It's... Um... 
hold on, I've got it actually here. So, yeah, Painters on 18, Mortlake 15, Top Deck 14. And if Sporting Wet win their game in hand, they'll be on 14 too. So, yeah, yeah, it's super tight there. There's still, I'd say, yeah, five teams in that league that can, that can still win it. Yeah, it's a good, what? It's a great, it's a great division. What happened to um, St Andrews? Division two, isn't they? League two. Yes, they've won every game. Yeah, we just haven't oh, seen because they, have, they haven't they appeared on here for a while. Yeah, yeah. like a guaranteed banker, that one. Yeah, yeah, I think I think Graham's being clever and trying to he's mixing up the games now. If you put St Andrews in, uh, I mean that's just that's just a, a one way. It's going to be a landslide for St Andrews. Even Beeler wouldn't back against St Andrews to try and gain three points. Um, no, I never would. That that would be ridiculous. <laughs> <laughs> now, for me, this is the best game. Oh. Uh, this fourth one is the best game in uh, the Southern Sunday. Uh, of our predictions, at least, but definitely one of the best games uh, in the whole fixture list. Uh, in League 7, um, this is Rosendale Sports first, taking on Monday LB. Now, I'm not perhaps openly obvious why uh, this is such a big game. Rosendale Sports and Monday LB have been going through, I've gone through at least one division last season together since we've been covering um, the, the, the league on the podcast these two have been a real good rival to each other I think it's a respectful rivalry Rosendale beat Mundy LB in, in cup semi-finals but Mundy LB seemed to have the better of Rosendale in the league uh, Mundy LB on the back of a very good win against South London Union weekend just gone in the Surrey Junior Cup um, they're back to Surrey uh, Southern Sunday fixtures this weekend uh, and this this Rivalry continues. We're throwing Sheen Park Rangers into the mix in this League 7 title fight this season as well, Beeler. Uh, but these two, they've really got um, such a good thing going. This is this won't, this game won't let us down again, will it? No, not at all. And I, do you know, I really like League 7. I like it as a, as a division. Um, but yeah, no, it's, I, really, I really like it. But I must preface this, Andy. I've, uh, Andy, sorry, Andrew. You can um, call I've, me Andy. That's fine. Oh, my mum won't be happy, but I don't mind. Daddy Bear, you still want... Oh, is that a text? That's just for WhatsApp. Is that just for WhatsApp? <laughs> um, I will say, um, I put the wrong... I put the score the wrong way around because I did back Mondale B to win the league. And when I was thinking of doing the scores, I thought I can't go against them. So if you wouldn't mind changing it, it was genuinely a mistake. Oof. I've got I've got, I've got got Rosendale to win 4-1. But honestly, my in my head, I said Mondial because they're the team I chose to win the league at the beginning of the season. Because you, you're so far behind, I'm going to let you do it. <laughs> Thank you. Um, I've gone for a 4-1 Mondial win. Um, actually, um, they played each other on the 27th of November. So only a couple of, not, not too many games away, actually. Um, and Mondial beat them 2-1, beat Rosendale 2-1. So yeah. it's going to be tight. Like, yeah. and the league is a, like... Oh, thanks. <laughs> uh, the league is like Rosendale. If they win... What are they three point three games in hand? They've got. They'll still be four behind, even if they win them all. But to, to only lose two one to Monday RB is not bad, and they've only lost one game in the league this year. It's going to be tight, but well, I still think Monday They just score too many goals for me. Four one. Yeah, I think it's going to. It was tight. The last game between the two teams was tight, uh, and Monday RB do score lots of goals. That was that's what led me to think three one will be the scoreline to Monday RB. Uh, Cavell's back in Mundial B to win 5-2. Omar 5-1. Um, that's a big effort for Mundial B to do that to Rosendale Sports. They're a bit better than that, I think. Uh, but Amari, you're seeing a big Mundial B win. Yeah, I wasn't until I just heard that's supposed to be a tight game. Um... Well, no, 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 because Mundial do score lots and lots of goals. And you've seen yeah. you've you've seen South London Union and they've just been beaten 2-0 by this lot after Christmas. So clearly they're a talented side. Yeah, but we scored five goals in one half against Union, so. Well, do you know what? That's the first Yeah, but you've game. got Amari up front, so. And you conceded five. Yeah, all right, I was going to I was gonna ignore that one. But <laughs> we were five nil down and we drew. But one, no, but in all jokes aside, I think to, to keep a clean sheet against Union says more than I think everyone's like sort of paying attention to in that sense. Um, if they can mm-hmm. score goals as well, then... I've backed them to win 6-2 just based off last weekend and going back into their own league. I think they'll, if they if they looked at our league before doing it, which I, they probably didn't, before going to the County Cup games, then they'll probably be quite confident going back into their respective leagues. 
sticks to the prediction for Mundial. And Steve, before we go into the Westford section, you've, you're giving the the underdogs a chance in the in true Peckham Rice spirit. Yeah, I've heard, I've heard that Mundial B have got a massive virus going through the camp, so you guys just look <laughs> silly. <laughs> I've gone three two uh, to the underdogs. Woof woof. Uh, Rosendale Sports. Three two. The prediction from Steve, and now into our last part of the show, uh, the Westford games as chosen by uh, Mr. Gibbs himself. Uh, four games. First and foremost, Meridian against Kingsford. Uh, this is Prem against Division One. Uh, mid-table um, Prem are Meridian. Uh, and Kingsford at the bot near the bottom of Division One, but they have had some good cup games. We keep saying that on a podcast, and we keep expecting their league form to improve. Maybe they've got eyes uh, on cup games this week, uh, this year, should I say? And this is that indeed. Um, Gibbs though back in Meridian to win five three. I've back uh, Meridian to win four two. Um, Omar has gone two one um, to Meridian, and Steve, lo and behold, so have you. As if it's like magic. Um, I, th- I, th- I think it's it's quite a good, interesting game because you've got like the dogged fighting spirit of Meridian, and then you've got the youthful like football inside in Kingsford. So it's one of those where if Meridian let Kingsford play, then it could be a long day for Meridian. But if Kingsford let Meridian bully them, then it's going to be a long day for them. So it could go either way. Even though there's a couple of divisions apart, I think um, I'm going to say it's going to be a close game. But I think the Prem side, Meridian, will just nick it. 2-1. Fair enough. 2-1, the prediction from Steve and Omar. Uh, Myself and Cavell are going with the same result, 4-2. Omar and Steve have gone for the same result, 2-1. Bila and Amari, you two, what's going on here? Well, I don't know. If you look at, like, the 4-2s and the 5-3, the predictor went 5-3, you guys went 4-2. We've just doubled up and going to bank some extra points, isn't it, am I? Um, yeah. Quickly. A quick <laughs> one. <laughs> yeah. Go on, mate. Because this is, it's Gib- this is Gibbs' league, right? Yeah. Yeah, and he Steve's. needs to be told that abuse of referees when I'm refereeing a charity game for him is not okay. He, no, I'm joking. He wasn't that bad, but obviously... Gibbs I abusing referees. Who would have thought it? Never. Who would have thought that? <laughs> Never. Yes. The Gibbs you the, the Gibbs you hear on this podcast is a completely different person to the Gibbs that you would see uh, on the side of a football pitch, and those two people are not the same people. I think it's fair to say, Steve. Listen, I'm sh- I'm sure he won't get upset me for me for saying this, right? Because it was only a friendly. But we, my Peckham Rye team, played his Peckham Rye team in like a closed doors behind doors friendly, and it was three three very late in the game, and my lino flagged. And you should have seen how angry that man got in a closed doors, behind doors friendly against two friendly teams who are like spent a lot of time with each other training and stuff. He got so angry. I've never seen it. They won 4 3 in the end, to be fair. But um, yeah, because it was his goal as well. But he's got so angry. I've never seen it. It's hilarious. He's someone yeah. that I would, he's someone that I would class as a friend and I just would not look forward to refereeing. Yeah, but he's he's a lovely guy outside of the yeah he is yeah. No, yeah. After, after the whistle went he was alright I didn't even realise he was there and I allowed the goal because the player won the header first before even touching his player and then I didn't even know anyone there knew me and I was like Omari how's that not a foul and I was thinking who the fuck is that <laughs> and then I realised it was him and he was like come on that's fucking disgusting that is and I was like it wasn't and as you lot know, trying to have an argument with him when he thinks he's right, perfect. I just said, play on. Let's just let's just. I just think he'll do anything for his team and do anything to win. So, you know, if it means getting in your head a bit, a bit maybe that that might be the way he does it. But I mean, they lost not too. So he means well. He means well. He does far more good than he does. Anything. No, he does. To be yeah, fair, after anyway. the game, yeah, he was he was sound. To be fair, after the game, he shook my hand. Everything was fine. Um, but yeah, I've never like it's. It was good to meet someone else from the podcast, you know what I mean? I think I've obviously met Roger, Andrew, and I think that's it. I haven't really met anyone else. No, you probably Just haven't. if you go to Dan Beeler's work, you can meet him there. <laughs> yeah, go uh, with Cavell, going Steer next Steer clear Wednesday. of Cavell, man. Steer clear of fucking Cavell. <laughs> no. um, yeah, so my, my prediction for this, I, 
I was gonna I was gonna cop out of my answer and just say yeah times two or to what Dan Duda said, but I I don't know. I just threw an eight two in there, and I didn't realize that I'd already put an eight two in at the time. <laughs> Fair enough. It could be that. It could be that we've seen Kingsford capitulate against high, uh, a team like uh, Barnhurst earlier in the season. They were they were battered by um, Barnhurst, so that could happen against Meridian, who are um, a big, strong, physical. Uh, prem team uh, that are that are young so they can they can move as well so uh, a tough tough game for Kingswood but they do have talent in that team they could easily uh, get a result right game two this is a big game for the podcast uh, shirt sleeved sponsored Highfield Rovers take on Stato Steve's Peckham Riot A in this um, quadrilogy or whatever it is, how many games are in? Have you played? This, this is the third of four. Yeah, this is the third. This is the the third of the quadrilogy, uh, if that's such a thing. I think it is. That sounds right, doesn't it? The trilo- Maybe if a trilogy, if three is a trilogy, then a, then four must be a quadrilogy. We'll, we'll, we'll have to get googling that. Don't worry about it. I'll I'll just just let's just assume that I'm right. My gives his predictions for this unsurprisingly. Uh, back in Peckham A, uh, 3-2. Now, this could go anywhere, this game. This is tough. I've bottled it and gone for a Desmond because um, I don't need any grief off of Ronnie or Steve for predicting it <laughs> either way. Uh, Cavell going for a 3-1. Highfield Rovers win. Omar back Fuck in. Cavell. <laughs> Charles Omar. <laughs> Omar going for 4-2 uh, to Peckham Rye. Steve, I'm going to save you to last for this one because I know that you'll want to have a word about it. Bila, you're going for a very clean sweep for Peckham YA and they'll be and uh they'll be passing the pad or Highfield Rovers will be passing the pad, should I say? Yeah, it's gonna be three nil. Nice, clean, easy, no stress. Um and Steve's gonna enjoy a lovely crisp pint of beer after the game. Lovely jubbly. Amari I'm in Dreamland. <laughs> Amari, what do you think? Um I think I was trying to re- remind myself if Stephen ever actually mentioned playing Highfield Rovers before in the podcast. I, like, <laughs> I couldn't really remember too tough. Um, I think he mentioned it the one or the two times. But um, as a fellow podcast podcaster, I had to back him. Um, but I reckon it'll be a high-scoring game like it was the first time they played. So I've gone for a nine-goal thriller at 5-4 to Beckham Ray. Fair enough. Steve, you've gone for a nine-goal thriller as well. You can see goals in this one. You're not trusting the defence, but you're backing your forwards in this one. Give us give us a little bit of a, a, a analysis on this uh, rivalry that you've got uh, with Highfield Rovers. Listen, my, my heart's in my mouth already. I'm, I can't sleep. I'm sweating. I'm so nervous. <laughs> it's, it's, it's the biggest game of both of our seasons. And it, we're like, you know, the it's like the villain and the superhero. You know, one can't live without the other. You know, it's, it's just one of those. We, we both need each well, who's other. Vo- who's like, Voldemort and who's Harry Potter? Well, you know, look at look at Ronnie. He's hardly a, a young, <laughs> handsome man like Harry Potter, is he? I fucking <laughs> set you up for that. That was horrible. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, Ronnie. That was well but, played. <laughs> but let's let's be honest. We, we're we're both we're both confident in each other's teams. And and if you ask Ronnie this, he'd say he'd win. So you know, it's it's good. It's a great game to watch. We've played each other six times and I've only ever won one. Oh, you didn't and tell that me that was, before. That was earlier this season and I don't know if <laughs> you, you remember that the scoreline. Well, <laughs> well yeah. I'm humble in victory and defeat, am I, Andrew? You are Fuck very it. humble. Very humble. <laughs> the scoreline in that game that we won was uh, 6-3, believe it or not. Um, but yeah, the reason behind it, I'm, I'm very confident in that this is probably the best squad I've had all season. So if we do lose, it will be probably my fault. But um, this is the, the best squad we've got. Um, before, I'll build it up a little bit. We've won one this season. It's a cup quarter final. The winner of this gets into the semi final against either Thamesmead Town or I believe it's Suffolk Dynamo. So not not that it's a free pass to the final, winnable, but winnable you've games. got a very good chance to get to the final if you win this game. And both teams are going to be so up for it. It's going to be a cracker. It's going to be a very good game. Yeah. So you've gone. What did you go? I've gone for a Peck and Ryan win 6-3. I just think that Gambi and Giroud is going to tear them apart again. But that's just that's just me thinking that it, it, it could could happen. It could not happen. 
Hopefully the weather is kind. But I would love it. I would love it if we beat them. <laughs> Good luck on Sunday. Last uh, penultimate game of the uh, show, Bexley Village Vets against Royal Oak. Two of the uh, form sides in, um, two of the form sides in um, Westfar. What do we think, boys? Steve, take us away with some uh, analysis on this one. Yeah, I mean, Royal Oak, they've pulled off some good results this season. Um, Bexley Village Vets, they've also had a good season, haven't they, so far? Um, as opposed to the last three or four years where they've been absolutely dreadful. But um, yeah, I've got I've gone for a 8-2, 8-2 in this one to Royal Oak. I do think that uh, my personal problems with Bexley Village Vets might be uh, uh, a little a bit uh, involved in that. But uh, Royal Oak could do it. They've got the goals in them. They have. They've done really well um, this season. Well, like they're starting to warm up nicely. Eight two. Not. A, I mean, it's a. It's an outlandish result, and I hope it comes in uh, for you. Uh, we will have an eight two on the podcast. I've gone a bit more uh, humble with a three two win. Gibbs back in uh, a three one win. Both of us going for Royal Oak this week. Cavell going for a two all in tribute. The Desmond in tribute to the man himself. Omar seeing a Royal Oak win as well. Don't forget, Bexley Village Vets are unbeaten. Uh, in the best division in Westford, so it's uh it's not a it's not an easy game for Royal Oak, but they really are uh, firing all cylinders. Four one, Omar going. Bela, you think this is going to be um, two teams counting each other out? Yeah, yeah. I looked at it and thought, oh, that's a that's a tricky one, and just yeah, bottled it. Two all. Not bad. Uh, and Amari, I've. I don't know. I'm just saying this. I think that. I did get this the wrong way around, but I'm going to stick with it. And I've also just seen on full time, which is slightly alarming, if, if this is correct, that they haven't played a game since November because they've had postponed a walkover, postponed and postponed. Yeah, that's right. And for yeah. a Vets team, that might be a struggle. Yeah, I think I've fucked this one up. Um, <laughs> but I normally or unnormally went for a 3-1 win um, for Vetsley. The B. The B. And yeah, so hopefully I can get a couple points where no one else has and then run away with it. There you go. Good luck on that one uh, to everybody. Uh, that'll be a really cracking game uh, in Division 6. Is it uh, Bexley the... Village Bets that have quite a cool little badge? It's like the... Um... It's like a dog. Like yeah. yeah, they yeah, haven't it's got... Cool. Sad for them, they haven't got a very cool person running their Twitter account. It's been suspended yeah. a couple of times and... Oh, me right. cracking! Cracking, <laughs> McCracken has uh, cracked their uh, Twitter account a couple of times. Anyway, last game of the show, and I think one of the toughest ones to pick. And that's I'm looking across the uh, predictions here, and we're we're all going in all directions. Crocodile against Forza Greenwich uh, is a is a great game. Gibbs has backed Crocodile to win three two at home at that tough place to play your football. Uh, at Crocodile, I've backed the Crocs to win uh, 2-1 as well. Dave and the boys um, with a good win this weekend, just gone. Uh, Cavell back in the two-wall. Omar going 3-1 to Crocodile. Uh, and Steve, I think um, you're seeing a strong uh, Crocodile win as well. Yeah, I just copied Omar, I'm not going to lie. Um, fellow ground sharers, Crocodile, and like you said, it's very tough to play there. So tough that we haven't won there yet. So, yeah. Um, it is very, it's a very big pitch, and they've learned how to play it well. Um, Dave and his boys have, have started slow, but they've rallied, didn't they? And last, I think, would they beat Woolwich Royals? Yeah, they did. Yeah, the Sam Bailey FC six three so, or something like that. I think so yeah, was. look, they, they've shown, and I think they got a new striker, in it, and he's he's scored four goals in that game. So uh, I can see it all, all things pointing up for them. Um, Dave's got them rallied again, and I've gone for a three-one win. Fair play, uh, Amari. Uh, you going for the Greenwich boys? Yeah, I've gone four two four Greenwich because I've never actually really heard of Crocken Crocodile before. Okay. So I've gone four two four. Crocs, mate. Yeah, Maybe. but Fools are a really good racing game and I like cars. Four two. There you go. <laughs> Dan Bela to see us out tonight. Yeah, this was the one that was kind of last on my list and I just threw it in uh, and I've gone four three. Uh, yeah, that was it really. It could be a Forza win. They are a good side, but Crocodile just in a good uh, place at the moment in, with good momentum. Uh, so yeah, a tough, 
uh, a tough game for that one. Probably the hardest one to pick that one, I think. Um, oh, there definitely, there definitely won't be a car crash for Forza this week. Congratulations, Dan. Boys, thank you very much for your help tonight on the podcast. Uh, thank you very much um, for, your, for your help so far this season. Hopefully the weather stays away uh, and we all get to be involved in our, our brilliant games this weekend. Where are Steve, we know where you are. Uh, you're against Highfield. Amari, we know you're taking on Russell's um, Spartans. So all the best there. Um, Bela, what are you up to? Oh man, we've got the Surrey Cup because last week's game oh, yeah, got is all the way in all the way in Byfleet. And a lot of our lads come from like Clapham, Brixton. It's not too bad for me, but they got there. Their manager got there at nine o'clock in the morning and thought the pitch was <clears throat> looked playable, so he didn't give us a call. And the ref called it off at ten past ten. Oh no. It, oh, do you know well, what? I'll, say that. I'll put it on the Twitter thing. Like we've played on worse pitches, but the ref actually made the right call. But one of our lads had paid fifty quid for a cab to get there. Oh, oh. yeah. Yeah. I'll give that ref a four out of ten. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but yeah, we're over in Byfleet for the Surrey Cup. Well, we wish you all unashamedly biased when it comes to individual shows. I wish you boys to, uh, can come back to, with uh, a win or three points and or three points. You're all in cup games, actually. Well, um, no, you've, you said you want me to get a point, Andrew. So, you know. No, you I, but I, w- I wouldn't be too upset if you win. <laughs> uh, just to see that little smile on your face back. You'll be the first to know. Don't worry. <laughs> <laughs> all the best, boys. And I'll speak to you next week. See you Searching for players, searching for clubs, find players and clubs near you right now on MatchHark. Playing football could never be easier. Download MatchHark on Google Play or visit our website at matchhark.com. Truly a great match, MatchHark. This week's Selk podcast was brought to you by Down to Play, the simple app for next game availability.